0: it was the same opponent the same the same team the same uniforms the same setting and the same result how can you not link things back to just a handful of months ago good morning to you good Wednesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Blackhawks 4, Penguins 2 in the franchise's 56th season opener. And man, what a deflating dud of an outcome. After this super exciting offseason, adding Eric Carlson, literally turning over half the roster and new GM, new front office, almost, almost as if this were scripted to be a sequel to that fateful loss to the Rockford Ice Hogs last spring that eliminated the Penguins from the playoffs. That's how this played out. Blown lead and all. Led two to one going into the third, lost four to two. As if not a single thing had changed. Well, look, I'm not about to talk anybody out of a deflation, okay? There was deflation in that locker room too. And everyone's entitled to feel however it is that they want. However, speaking only. For myself, from my view up in the press box and talking to guys in the room, they feel as if absolutely everything that occurred in that game, including even the good stuff, including even the couple of goals and other positives like generating 40 shots on Peter Mrazek, who was really good, by the way, they feel like all of that has immense room to improve. And you want to know something? They're right, at least as I see it. Because when I look at this team and this specific showing, what I saw was a team that has a good amount of skill and has a much better set of speed and smarts than it had last year and also has the requisite chemistry camaraderie all that other stuff that you want to see there's a drive for real in there so what happened why did this look exactly like that first first i'm going to share with you what mike sullivan had to say when that similarity was brought up well i think you know this is a new year. It's a new team. There's a whole new group of players. Um, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to believe we're we're a better team than what we showed tonight. I just thought it was it was a loose game. It was a high event game on both sides, and uh, you know that's not the type of game that's conducive to winning. We certainly don't stack the deck in our favor. So um, we we've got to we've got to play a more responsible game. I think. That's a really good answer. He's going to have to back it up. They're all going to have to back it up. But in and of itself, that's the right thing to say because it's true. Just like everything I said right before playing that clip was true. They are going to be a better team. They've got a better roster. But what didn't happen in this game didn't happen for Pittsburgh, and it didn't happen for Chicago either, for that matter. And that's that said, neither team had any inkling of what the hell it was doing out there. Why? One player said to me, in no uncertain terms, it's game one. And you know what? He was right. It's game one. This is what game ones look like. Somebody wins them and somebody loses them. Somebody looks better than the other side by nature of that alone. But they're not pretty, and this wasn't. There was almost no structure to the Penguins game. There was almost no structure to the Blackhawks game. In fact, if both Mrazek and Tristan Jari hadn't played as well as they did, this should have been a much higher score all around. The goaltenders were the only ones who looked like they were anywhere near ready for a regular season hockey game. That's not me making excuses. That's not me, you know, being Pollyanna or anything. I'm sharing with you what I saw. And what I saw were things that, from the Penguin's point of view, are eminently fixable. I'm going to give you an example here, okay? Because we've been talking on this show quite a bit about the forecheck and how important it is to the Sullivan system. We've been talking about. The speed that's needed to make it happen. Well, I'm going to reiterate here. The speed was there. The Penguins got to the puck on the forecheck in the Chicago end. The Penguins got, obviously, a lot of shots on Mrazic. You know what they didn't do in the offensive zone? Stick around. They created almost nothing That sustained offense. There were very few, precious few shifts that lasted more than, wow, 10, 15 seconds? And that's probably uh, a, a little high. It's called one and done in hockey. And no, I don't mean they played one game and they're done. One and done means you've entered the zone and you're right back out like tennis. The Penguins were either getting stopped at the blue line and having it poked away and sent right back out, or they'd get down there on the forecheck, but they didn't know where anybody else was or where they were supposed to be. So they're looking around, and half of the team, again, is new, and some of them are crazy new. Jansen Harkins just showed up off waivers three days ago, and he's out there with two guys he didn't know at all. So there was nothing sustained because there was nobody supporting the puck because they didn't know where they were supposed to be. Lars Eller, who had a terrific game, and I'm not just saying that because I really, really think a lot of this guy's abilities. uh, Even he was getting lost among his line mates. Even he couldn't figure out where they were supposed to be next. I asked Matt Nieto, you want to talk about another cerebral guy here. I asked Nieto after this game, his view on the one and done's. I think you know we came up with some four checks. We could have done a better job, but I think it's it's after the four checks that we need to focus on. And um, I guess what I mean by that is I just know, one and done. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. What, I, what I mean by that, yeah, is exactly. I got you. Just spending, there was a lot of that, huh? spending uh, more more quality zone time uh, in their end, and um, you know, just constant sustained pressure. I, I, I don't think we we had enough of the the second and third chances tonight. So all I have to say to you, and you could kind of pick it up in Matt's tone there as well, is just just chill. That part will fix itself. Or, you know, more appropriately, the Penguins will fix it. The same goes for all the easy, crazy easy zone entries that they allowed the Blackhawks to have. Same goes for, I mean, there was only two power plays, but neither of them looked like they were worthwhile. A lot of technical things, a lot of X's and O's things are going to get straightened out. The preseason almost never prepares a team for that. It didn't prepare the Blackhawks, and I guarantee you that it didn't prepare the Golden Knights, the Kraken, the Predators, the Lightning, the other four teams that opened up yesterday. That's just how it is. When we come back, J1Q... This segment of Daily Shots brought to you by Family Table. Mom-inspired, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. No prep, no mess, just reheat. That gives you more time for your family or hobbies. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. Use the code DK40, that's DK40, for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon Thursday for Monday delivery. Family Table, bringing families back to the dinner table. Today's J1Q comes from Peter who says, So DK, honest question. If the same problems persist again this year, even with all kinds of new people, will Mike Sullivan actually acknowledge that the system and the style are wrong and the Penguins are just not a fast enough team for it. Will he actually alter his system, or will he watch last season repeat itself? There was a lot of this. Uh, Peter's question was representative of a lot of the focus. Uh, Some people got on different aspects of it. There were some who even got on Jari. I'll repeat my own stance from the opening segment that I thought Tristan Jari was pretty good. I thought that was one of the more encouraging aspects of the evening. The players are not slower than last season. The players are faster than last season. If you're watching this out of anger for what happened in the third period, some of that's going to get lost. It's absolutely a game, an outcome. That's got an exasperating ending to it. It really does. But to say that they're slower or to say, well, look at Connor Bedard dancing out there and they just look so much fresher and faster than the Penguins. Penguins played fast. They just didn't play organized at all. Did you watch Matt Nieto skate out there? Did you see Nolachari? Did you see all of the rushes that they created? through speed, to generate a good many of those 40 shots. They were doing a lot of things at a really high pace. Brian Rust's goal was one of those. But had they been more systematic, tighter, uh, more disciplined, but I'm going to say it one more time, tighter, If you've been either listening to me or reading my stuff over the years, you'll know that anytime the Sullivan system starts to look a little bit screwy or like it's, you know, expiring or whatever. More often than not, it just means that there's a lack of tightness on the rink. Now, what does that mean? Well, in different zones, it means different things. But if you want to generalize it, it means that they've just got to be in a closer band. They've got to work more together. The Penguins were spread out all over that rink for all 60 minutes. Also, parentheses here again, the Blackhawks were too, which is why the game looked as klutzy as it did overall. End parentheses. They can do that. They will do that. I don't know if they're going to get instant results from it. Friday night, they're in D.C. playing the Capitals. The night after that, they're right back here playing the Flames. Both of those opponents come with different types of challenges. They're also both better than the Blackhawks. So maybe that'll put a little bit of extra emphasis, including into the backs of the minds of the players that, hey, this is... This is something that can go south pretty quickly if we don't get a hold of it. And then they start moving around the rink in packs, in little packs. They make their breakouts in dink, dink, dink passes to get out of the zone instead of all those 70 footers that you saw last night. It's going to be a very, very different weekend, I predict, for the Penguins. Now, not, again, sitting here picking final scores or whatever. I'm talking about the manner in which they operate. What you saw last night wasn't the Sullivan system going wrong. It wasn't the Sullivan system at all. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Hockey season's underway, okay? There's there's one positive for you. Let's do it again tomorrow.